that the Catholic Church had the power in order to change the Sabbath from Saturday to Sunday. And we know that the Word of God has that power. No church on the planet has that type of power. We're going to go into some other questions when talking about this is part two of the USA and Bible prophecy. Could a government really control buying and selling? Could a government really control buying and selling? Here it is, beloved, right here. During World War II, buying was controlled for some items such as sugar, tires, and auto fuel by re uh, requiring ration stamps, food stamps. You see, without stamps, money was worthless. In this highly computerized age, a system based on your social security number could easily be set up. Unless you agree to cooperate with the worldwide coalition, your social security number, when punched in before a purchase, could show you disqualified. We did not know, and we do not know precisely how all this will come out, but we can be positive it will happen because in Revelation 13, Verse 16 and 17, God says it will. You see that there are two emerging powers right here. In Revelation chapter 13, it's clear. The two superpowers will emerge in the end time, the United States of America and the papacy. The United States of America will support the papacy by leading a drive to force the people of the world to worship the beast, which is the papacy, and receive his mark or else face death. The next two questions will evaluate the strengths of these two superpowers. And I know that you're wanting to know them. How strong and influential is the papacy today? She is far the strongest religio-political power in the world, virtually. Every leading country of the world has an official ambassador or state representative at the Vatican. Did you know that? Every power in the world has a representative at the Vatican. Notice some of these facts. The papacy is so influential and powerful that nearly every major country consults her, the papacy, before making major policy moves. Did you know that? Her large diplomatic corps maintains relations with more than a hundred nations. Now that quote is coming from the U.S. News and World Report, October 30th, 1978. That's page 24 in case you were looking for the reference. Part B. How strong and influential is the papacy today? She takes the credit for the demise of communism, saying that Mary, Jesus' mother, guided the Pope's strategy that brought down communism. Now, that's Handmade or Feminist, Time magazine, December 30, 1991, page 64 and 65. Here is another reference. I'm giving you history. Remember, I said at the beginning, uh, part one, that you would have the Bible in one hand and the newspaper or history in the other. Here's the third part. The aim of the Pope is to unify the Christian world under the leadership of the papacy by the end of this century. He has made more than 40 world trips to lay the groundwork for this goal. Now, this quote, brothers and sisters, is coming from Gene H., Hogbird, The Plain Truth, November and December 1989, page 24 and 25. You can look it up. The fourth strong and influential part here that explains it, part D. The worldwide response has been almost overwhelming. During the Iraqi crisis, the Pope and America's president sometimes discussed the world affairs weekly by telephone. That quote's coming from the U.S. News and World Report, August 
the 13th, 1990, page 18. Let me give you some more information because we're an information-driven people. On June the 7th, 1982, former President Ronald Reagan and Pope John Paul II met for 50 minutes at the Vatican and structured a plan to eliminate communism. Remember the wall was falling down? Remember that? <laughs> the United States shipped tons of modern communication equipment to Poland, the starting place to help spread necessary information to the masses. Let me give you the reference for that. You need some help. The Holy Alliance, Time Magazine, February 1992, page 28, 31, and 35. Gorbachev, you remember him, said, everything which took place in Eastern Europe in recent years would have been impossible without the Pope's efforts and the enormous role, including the political role, which he played in the world arena. Mm -hmm. Mikhail Gorbachev, Toronto Star, March 9, 1992. I'm just giving you references, beloved, so you'll go back and see it. It's not all coming from Dr. Manuel. This is from the information-driven highway in which we have. You see, the papacy, which formerly referred to as Protestants as heretics, is now calling them separated brethren, and graciously suggesting that all work and pray together for peace in God's presence. Millions of Protestants are deeply impressed. In fact, several Protestant denominations have had official dialogue with the papacy to try to settle the differences that caused the Reformation in the first place. Now, brothers and sisters, don't get me wrong. There are a lot of faithful Roman Catholic brethren. Not talking about the Roman Catholic people. We're talking about the system. So there's nobody who's Roman Catholic that's an evil person. Nobody. God has grace for every denominational representation. However, the system, that how it's set up and how it's bleeding through every other ones, that's what's corrupt. How strong and influ influential is the United States today? Here come some answers. I just wanted to give you some clarity on some understanding of what you needed from God's word and from history. And how strong and influential is the United States today? The United States is regarded as the world's number one military power and center of influence. Notice some of these things, and I'm going to give you some reference as well. America is the planet's sole remaining superpower. The UN Obsession, Time Magazine, May 9th, 1994, page 86. The second thing that shows the influential power and the strength of the United States, there is no prospect in the immediate future of any power to rival the United States. Charles Crofthammer says that the lonely superpower, and it comes from the New Republic, July 29, 1992, page 23. Here comes another fact. Yassar Arafat labeled America the New Rome because as old Rome was the undisputed superpower of its age, he says America is now number one. That was Newsweek, August 12, 1991, page 33. I'm giving you the history, beloved. Don't have to lie to you. You can go look it up for yourself. America's power will now dominate or now, now determine all major global events. Jim Hoglin of Heroes said this. The Washington Post, August 21st, 1991, page A as an Apple 23. When a Marxist group overthrew the government of Ethiopia, America was asked to negotiate. When Boris Yeltsin 
took office as president of the newly independent Russia, he visited America first. Former USSR President uh, Mikhail Gorbachev turned to the Americas in his crisis. When Kuwait was invaded, its government called on America. Are you listening to this, beloved? In 1990, the U.S.-led war against Iraq rallied the support of almost the entire world. A national public radio correspondent called the American president the president of the world. We now have highly unusual world structure with a single power, the United States at the apex, apex of the international system. That's Crofthammer, the New Republic, page 23. Beloved, it's, it's perfectly clear. It is clear that the influence and power of both the United States and the papacy are escalating with rapidity. What other factors could possibly help set the stage for a worldwide law to execute those who refuse to violate conscience? Well, we cannot name them with certainty, but a few looming possibilities are as follows. The activity of terrorists. Hmm, have we had activity of terrorists? Uh, in our country? Yes, we have. Riots and escalating crime and evil. Have we had that? Sure. Have we had drug wars? Yes, we have. Still in the communities today. A major economic crash? We've had a couple of those. AIDS and other epidemics and oops, a pandemic that we're currently in. Nuclear threats from radical nations? Yes, we're still undergoing those. Political corruption? as we speak gross miscarriage of justice by the courts as we speak welfare abuse with the system as we speak increasing taxes yes as we speak pornography and sickening immorality happening all around us beloved what else appalling global disasters natural and man-made Radical special interest groups that are coming up. Hmm, have you seen some? Have you seen any? Oh, yes, you have. The abortion crisis. Huh. The backlash against corruption, lawlessness, immorality, permissiveness, injustice, poverty, weak and ineffective political leaders, and many similar woes could easily precipitate a demand for strong, specific laws to be rigidly enforced. Well, beloved, I'm not lying to you. I'm just giving you all what God has given us and what we already have had and are happening in our world today. Let me probably try to close on this one here. As world conditions worsen, what will Satan do to deceive the masses? I'm glad that you asked. Revelation, come on, show us the word of God. Show us. Revelation 13, verse 13 and 14 says, And he doeth, he, meaning the devil, doeth great wonders, so that he make fire come down from heaven on the earth in the sight of men. Watch this and deceive them that dwell on the earth by the means of those miracles which he had power to do in the sight of the beast, saying to them that dwell on the earth that they should make an image to the beast which had the wound by the sword and did live. The answer to that, uh, how will Satan deceive others? America will experience a counterfeit worldwide revival and will insist that religious laws be passed to force every person to participate. People will be forced to disregard God's holy seventh-day Sabbath and worship instead on the beast's holy day, Sunday. 
Some will also comply simply for social and economic reasons. World conditions will become so intolerable that worldwide back to God and prayer movement, have we heard it? Yeah. With all joining in worship and prayer on Sunday will seem to be the only solution. Satan will deceive the world into believing that they must comprise or compromise Bible truth and keep Sunday holy. Jesus never said that. But in reality, obedience to and worship of the beast will shut people out of God's kingdom. No wonder Jesus makes such an issue in revelation over worshiping the beast and receiving his mark. Well, beloved, that's all the time we have for you. We're going to come back to you with part three that's coming up. You've been listening to the Restoring Faith broadcast with yours truly, Dr. Christopher Manuel. You are invited to join me at the Smyrna Seventh-day Adventist Church every first and second Saturday for divine worship service at 11 a.m. and Wednesday night Bible study at 7 p.m. located at 916 Richmond Drive in Alexandria, Louisiana. And on the third and fourth Saturday for divine worship service at 10 a.m. and Tuesday night Bible study at 7 p.m. at the Maranatha Seventh-day Adventist Church located at 40. 517 South MacArthur Drive in Alexandria, Louisiana. Beloved, your gifts and love offerings can help keep this ministry on the air. Send your correspondence to 916 Richmond Drive, Alexandria, Louisiana, 71302, and join us every Tuesday at 10 a.m. on KAYT KQJO for the Restoring Faith broadcast. Be blessed. KAYT Shreveport Greenwood, 92.5. from you. 